Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, November the 12th, 2023. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we are going to ramble about trail running and rucking and real life and whatever in between. Uh, before I jump in here real quick, reminder, our microdosing mobility program, Micro dosing like you microdose mushrooms but you're doing it with mobility uh november the 20th again i think everybody should do it the links in the show notes you guys get full app access a week for free it's something i think everybody should do it's five minutes about each day for 32 days we're going to test and retest i promise you if you do it you'll move better you'll feel better if you're tight you're stiff you're sore you got issues going on we're going to try to find those and alleviate them and hopefully help you avoid any of the non-contact injuries and the nagging aches and pains that are going to come your way or maybe are already living inside of you. So jeremyscottfitness.app, you guys can join it for free for a week, see if you like it. Uh, and again, it's something I think everybody should do. Your brother, your mom, your dad, if you're lucky enough to have a grandma, grandpa, other people in your life. They should do it. It's five minutes. Anybody can do it. You can do it from your home with little to no equipment, and it can be done anywhere, and it's something that you should continue doing far beyond the 32 days. So check it out. If you want to move better and feel better, it's for you. Also, you guys know this episode is brought to you by my homies at AG1. Drinkag1.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you a one-year supply of free vitamin D and five free travel packs with order one. Pretty sweet deal. One scoop or one travel pack is what I take every single day. If you don't eat enough fruits and vegetables, this is for you. If you don't want to take 15 different pills, this is for you. It's a quick, easy fitness hack. It's an easy foundational supplement to put into your life to just save you time and kind of cover the gaps in your nutrition. You still got to eat real food, but this is a nice way to kind of bridge what you can't do each and every day. For me, I feel like it helps my gut health. I feel like I get a nice uh, a boost in energy, uh, helps my immune system fight off all the shit that tends to come my way. Uh, and again, I think it's the best tasting out there, so I don't make an excuse not to take it. So if you want to try it 100% for free, no questions asked, hit me up. Monica will send you a free pack right to your front door. I don't care where you live. We will get it to you. You can try it if you like it, then get hooked up with all the free stuff from us. So again, ask for a sample. Otherwise, drinkag1.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you all the free stuff today. And shout out to our friends at Dry Farms Wine. Dryfarmwines.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness gets you a bottle of wine, gets the next bottle for a penny. Most of the wine in America is shit. Um, they can put like 76 different FDA-approved additives in there. Dry Farms Wine does not do that. Natural, pure wine, less alcohol, less sugar, no bullshit. If you're going to drink booze, drink quality booze. And this is the way I would do it. Heather loves it. Um, it's the go-to. So if you guys want to check it out, links in the notes, dryfarmwines.com slash Jeremy Scott Fitness gets you the deal today. All the other sponsors are going to be in the show notes here. Our friends at Sleep Sold Separately, where I get all my joggers, hoodies, all my workout clothes, and then my friends at JLab Pro, jeremyscottfitness.jlabpro.com for our protein, turmeric, collagen, curl oils. We always have a discount code in the protein, always in the collagen, and I think they're going to have some pretty sick uh, holiday and Black Friday deals as well. So if you guys want to get hooked up with that stuff, it'll be in there for you. And then reminder, our mastermind group with Dave DiLorenzo and myself is kicking off here in January. If you're somebody who's looking to level up their business, we just did a podcast on, I don't know if I call it the reality of running your own business or whatever the title was, but 
Um, I kind of break down some of the things we're going to do inside of there. But if you're looking to learn from two people who have made a lot of mistakes and you don't want to make the same mistakes we did and you want to shortcut your way to having a successful business and not just being, you know, your own boss, but like being the, the boss of your own life and having some freedom and flexibility and hopefully, uh, you know, financial freedom on top of that, this would be the group for you. It's in the show notes if you guys want to check it out. That's pretty quick. So, trail running, rucking, real life, and whatever else pops up today with Heather Scott. Welcome. Thanks. Here Thanks you for are. having me back. Here you are. Mm-hmm. Uh, after some work travels. Yeah, just got back from... Some terrible places. <laughs> yeah, I hate going to, you know, Laguna Beach, Newport Beach, uh, Del Mar, San Diego. I was in Anaheim as well, so... And you ask yourself, why don't I live there? Yes, every time I'm there, especially by the beach, that's the only reason. Because the house you want would be $10 million, <clears throat> that's why. No, I know, but uh, I just, all, basically now my whole team lives in Southern California, <laughs> so sometimes I'm just like, maybe I should live here. But then the reality hits and... You can, your life would just be drastically different than the life you live no. now. And I absolutely love Arizona, and I love the proximity to the beach in SoCal. It's so easy to go visit whenever we want to, and my job, you know, I'm grateful to have a job that allows me to go travel there all the time, so. And stay at the nicest places, too. Yeah, typically some really great hotels and resorts, and so I get spoiled, and I'm still kind of uh, exhausted from long days but it was it was really good time and then I guess last month in October I was in Dallas and what else just have had some local work events here and it's just been a busy season so it's been it's been fun and good but it's uh, the hotel business is still rocking and rolling so trying to keep up with it all (laughs) a lot of entertaining a lot of uh... a lot of entertaining so it's can can be very challenging for me to stay in a consistent, healthy routine. I always try to hit the hotel gym, which I did this last trip. I hit it twice, which was good. Um, but it is challenging. For the most part, you know, we've gotten a lot better with a lot of different food options and healthy options in addition to all the yummy treats and um, and the fun cocktails and open bars can be challenging as well because it's constantly entertaining clients or appreciation sales uh, for our team and um, networking and and all of those things. So yeah, I just try to navigate it the best I can, but uh, it's it's harder as I get older. (laughs) Well, you don't, you don't bounce back as fast for sure. The lack of sleep stays with you. I just don't sleep good on work trips. I never have. And so when I get back, I'm just like absolutely drained. And um, and when you have a senior dog that doesn't want to go to sleep, then you don't sleep well either. Yeah. And then last night, JC was like getting me up two or three times. And uh, so, yeah, that's why I'm struggling today. <laughs> but you made it in. Well, the food and drink part is tough because you guys get access to everything for free. And it's basically unlimited. And it's. And usually the best quality and the best tasting stuff. And it's hard to say no. And they want us to experience like the resorts when we even just 
a week ago, I was at our JW Desert Ridge and they just did this media event and it was absolutely amazing um, to experience and they always do it just first class luxury. Um, but they were unveiling the $16 million renovation to their pool area and they hosted this VIP event. And I mean, it was everything from like Vouv champagne to caviar, um, seafood, raw bar, lobster, um, crab, you name it. It was, uh, there was like tomahawk steaks, everything. And we were in Scottsdale. Yeah. Which I do try, like the things I enjoy, I'll always, um, taste test and, and experience, but, uh, it's hard when it's back to back. That's where, when you don't really have a break in between weeks to months. If you could do it like once a month. Yeah. Or less. Yeah. Instead of. And we've had visitors. So we had my older sister, my brother-in-law came into town two weeks ago. I think it was. Everything's blur. It's been a blur for me lately. Um, All fun stuff. But, you know, when you're entertaining and hosting and I want, I love playing tour guides. So I, I uh, enjoy taking them to, and you do too, like the best restaurants in town that they've never been to. And then it was, we went to the WSU ASU games. You're, you know, obviously drinking more football season. Um, and just, we rented a boat. What else did we do? Rode bikes into downtown, bar hopping. They're, like the people that visit us, like for the most part, at least are active. Yeah. Like they want to be out oh, and do yeah. stuff. We went hiking. We were super active, but. The hard part is, is <laughs> it's, they're, they're on, I guess for people who are listening, if you live in somewhere like where I grew up. It's not a vacation destination. Yeah. This place is. So everybody who comes here is on vacation. And there's always something going on. There's so much to do. And this is like one of the first, it's been a long time that it was just Heidi and Nick without the kids. And I love when they bring my nieces, but this trip was kind of for them to experience a lot of things that they haven't been able to do because the girls were younger. And, and so it was it was almost like we were reliving our twenties, um, and we're like forty, or they're forty, and fast. I'm almost forty, and so. But this is fun. It was so fun. But it's a lot, man, and that's like I know people uh, wrote in and asked questions like, "How do you balance it?" You know, because you work a like a traditional job, I guess, but it is so much, and I think a lot of people who do do that, who a you don't love work travel, you just get to travel too. Like this past trip, I love like when it's places I love to go to and and it wasn't a super stressful trip because it was a lot of just like entertaining clients and then meeting with our hotel partners. And um, it was fun. It's always an annual event, multiple events that we do each year. And so I look forward to that. But yeah. But it's hard. Like, how do I stay in my routine when. I have to get to the airport. I have to get to the hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm in a conference room for most of the day. And then my food is off. My sleep is off. The working out is off. And that's where a lot of people struggle, where if you have a, you're your own boss, you don't have to go anywhere or do anything that you really don't want to do. I mean, you do it at first, but at mm-hmm. some point you don't. Even just working from home, it's hard to just like, your schedule can be Sometimes my days are just, you know, I could have 10 calls and they're on, you have to be on Teams or Zoom and you're just like stuck at your desk sitting. Um, I'm really good about 
I will go crazy. I can't sit for a long period of time. So I'll just get up and go for a walk or go for a run. Lately, I've just been really bad. Honestly, I, I of coming into the gym um, for a variety of reasons, but it, I felt like I was kind of getting burnt out and I haven't been sleeping good. And so I just had to listen to my body and step back a little bit. Um, and we live right on the canal, Scottsdale. It's like a running bike path. So sometimes it's just, it's more convenient for me to just go out there because I live like just two steps from it Yeah. versus driving now with traffic. It can be like 30 minutes depending on the time of day well, um, to get up to our gym. And so, well, and sometimes like you just don't want to be around a bunch of people and everybody here is great. Yeah. But sometimes you just want to be by yourself. Sometimes I need just shit. like alone. I love just being alone and doing like a workout. Sometimes I'll come into the gym and not do the groups and just do my own workout by myself. Um, so yeah, and I was also <laughs> training kind oh. of. Well, I did a trail run in Sedona in October. About how far? Well, was this I mean, it was run? ten miles, and I hadn't. So the summer was like one of the hottest freaking summers that I've ever experienced here in Arizona. It it's was bad. the driest summer we've had on record, and um, it was like so many days of over one hundred and ten, like yeah, thirty so in a row or something. So I really hadn't been hiking or running um, the trails since the springtime. And then I was like, I really need something to motivate me, get myself um, outside and challenge myself. And maybe because I was about to turn 38, I thought I needed to do something that would humble me. Well, it definitely did that. What, are you feeling old or something? <laughs> You're weird with the age thing. Like you were like, it never affected me until I was 38, and now you act no, like no 37. Yeah, really, that was like a debt. Like nothing's different. Uh, I don't know. It just feels like maybe because you're 40, and I feel like I'm like close well, to that now. Well, 40's been a journey. I'll, I'll <laughs> give you that for sure. But so you, we go to Sedona, which by the way, Sedona, Sedona sucks. Don't ever go there, you guys. Um, I'm kidding. It's a great place. It looks just like when you pull it up on Google Images. Every time we go, we always say it's like, it's amazing. It's magical and it never gets old. And there's always something new we experience or like a new trail, a new restaurant, a new activity. Like there's so much there that I feel like a lot of tourists and even locals don't really realize um, that it actually is a pretty spread out too area. Oh, you could go there. We've probably been there, what, 50 times? Yeah. You probably more. And still we see and go do new things every time we go there. Mm -hmm. It's like any other place. For being as small as it is, like population-wise, yeah. um, it's pretty sick. But when you had signed up for this, I'm like, 10 miles is a long way, dude. Well, okay, so step back. I I am not a huge long-distance runner. I've done like a half marathon, and it's not really my thing. I always did track, sprinting was more my jam and short distance. So I uh, did a 10K last year, a trail run in Flagstaff, and that was like a really big challenge, a high elevation mountain. Through the woods? Yeah, through the woods. And I actually did really well for only training for like two months. Um, this, this race in Sedona was, <laughs> was a lot worse for me. Um, the Flagstaff one, I finished, I think, seven, seventh out of... 75 females, something like that. And I just, I did a 10K in um, one hour and one minute. 
anyway, so they didn't have the 10K option for the Sedona race. So I was like, well, I can do 10 miles. They had a 10 mile. They had a half 20 mar- mile and a marathon. And a marathon. What? And, and I don't want to cut you off. Wild, bro. The terrain. Yeah. And I say this because we'll get to the whole race. When I dropped you off, I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go ruck around here. And I go on this trail. It's called Broken Arrow. Um, in Sedona, it's or fuck. called hiking. Yeah. <laughs> but when you don't. He loves to talk, say rucking. Is it is it hiking if you have a 30-pound plate on your back? <laughs> That's what, what rucking is called. It's like saying you're walking and like you're not doing lunges. It doesn't make any sense, yeah. Heather. You're confusing. Um, you're hiking with a ruck. Which yeah. is called <laughs> rucking. Like, what are we, ta- what are we talking I'm about here? I'm just giving you crap, but... Anyways, so I'm out there being a badass while Heather's just jogging along on this trail. So I'm rucking out there, and you see some of the people. I didn't know this. Like, the trail goes through where I was out rucking. Mm-hmm. Now, when I say this is a trail, it's like incline and decline. And it is not. It's red rock. It's, it is not paved. It is like not smooth. Sand and loose gravel and tree roots and, I mean, everything that you could ever think of. In, it's in Sedona, I feel like. Yes, it is not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, just for people to hike it yeah, would be hard. The second thing, just knowing where the hell you're going. Oh, it's, yeah. We had like little yellow flags to follow on the 10-mile. Same GPS. Yeah, but I, so I got so flustered mm-hmm. when they started and they the horn went off and I was like trying to start it on my phone and I didn't hit it so then I was screwed so I was like well I'm just gonna have to like keep up and stay with somebody I can follow um they also had white paint on some some of the areas that you could look out for but I ended up getting a little lost with a couple other women um so that added time so we start out I drop it's not a loop race I think most people are familiar with the loop races. Oh, no. This is it's not like a loop. multiple trails that you're merging into. So I drop you off in this church parking lot, mm-hmm. and then you make it about a mile. Oh, the first mile I eat shit. I like trip <laughs> on rock, and I basically broke my finger. Like it's still hurting like a month later, and I like skinned up my my hand, and my knee was all bleeding, and... I was like, are you freaking kidding me right now? What One mile in, my friends. And they had like first aid stations, but I was like, I'm not going to stop. I can't stop. Because my whole goal was like, I just need to run this whole thing, like jog it slow, um, just get through it. And so I just powered through it. Um, glad I did it. It was absolutely stunning and beautiful, but like hard as hell. And uh, I ended up finishing. I, my goal was just like to be... I don't know, less than two and a half hours because it's super high elevation. You're climbing, literally climbing in certain sections. Anyway, so I... You're way faster, though, than that. It was like two hours, just over two hours, two hours and like 15 minutes or something like that. Um, Is there a point like when you're doing it, you're like, man, this sucks? Oh, even at the 5K part, because I'm a 10K person, like anything under six miles, I'm like good. Like, that's my sweet spot. So even at the 5K, there was the halfway point area checkpoint, and I was like, I just want to stop. But then I see this guy. He had to be, like, 75 years old running in it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, if he can do this. Respect. I can do this. And so 
after that point. You're like, this guy can't beat me. Yeah. I was like, this is embarrassing. So, um, and there were some really fit people, like real serious trail runners that were, um, doing it. Um, yeah. So then ended up finishing about died and felt really nauseous after and ended up. You um, did? Yeah. Getting in the car and, uh, yeah, just like started puking. In in the car. Can I describe how you puked on yourself? (laughs) So let me explain this to you, everybody. I was going to do this on my, by my own, but I wanted you to be here. First of all, the fact that you ran 10 miles, I'll just, I tip my cap because I'm like, I've never ran 10 miles in my life ever. I think the longest I ever ran is probably six miles, and it was a miserable experience. Running's not my thing. I don't enjoy it. Could I run for an hour? Sure. But like, do I run around 10 miles straight through the terrain? I don't care how beautiful it is. I have no interest in doing it. So I'll give you credit there. And you went way faster than I thought you would go, because I was actually just leaving the coffee shop, and I'm like, oh, I'll just go pick her up, because it's 10 miles away from yeah. where you started. And you would text me like, hey, I'm done. I'm like, oh, man, that's super quick. And when I came to get you, you didn't really want to talk. Um, you didn't look well. I mean, you're all bloody, your legs and your <laughs> hands and stuff, which is great. And then we're driving back through Sedona because we had a late checkout at the hotel, and there's nowhere for me to pull over. And you're like, I'm going to puke. And I figured you would just stick your head out the window, you know, but that's not what you did. But it was like windy. It's going to like fly everywhere. You, my friend, cupped your hands underneath you and yeah. just puked into your hands and then onto your lap and then onto the car seat and it was all water yeah like uh, i don't know how much but a good mm-hmm. no chunks just water yeah and uh it was so gross though finally i could pull over and uh luckily in our in our bronco it has the rubberized floor and uh, it's rubber mm-hmm. seats and waterproof it's, yeah everything is waterproof <clears throat> uh which made it easier and so, thankfully, we did have a late checkout at the hotel. Yeah. Because imagine us driving home. Oh, my gosh. With yeah. you wearing that the whole way. No, it was bad. And I hate throwing up. And I was, like, crying because it's just, like, I don't even remember the last time I've thrown up. And Years. Yeah. Years. And I just, like, hate it so much. And I just felt so shitty. But I was glad that I did it. And um, I actually just signed up for their 10. They have a 10K in February. So I'm like, okay, I actually will care about my time. And I think I could do a lot better now that I know kind of what I'm getting into. It was just so much different than I than the Flagstaff one. The Flagstaff one was challenging because you're at like 7,000 or Nordic Village. You're probably at 9,000 elevation or something like that. Um, so my breathing was really challenging with that one, but at least it was like a smooth course, even though it was like hilly, but yeah. So that's kind of the latest with me. And, um, like how sore are you afterwards? Are you fine? I was sore for like a day, but I think because I'm, I'm so good about like mobility and foam rolling and I, I got deep tissue massage a couple times before it, and then I did um, the Normatec boots before it. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Well, you do all the things, mm-hmm. and most people don't. Like when you go run, you don't just don't just wake up, put your no, shoes no, on, no. and go. And I think that's what most people do, yeah. and that's where they get into trouble. I can't. Like at this age, I have to <laughs> stretch thoroughly and talk yourself into doing it. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
especially when it's now the weather's perfect, but it's tough too for yeah. people who, if you are here in the summer or for most people now where they live, if it's uh, Pacific Northwest, if it's rainy, if it's cloudy, if it's the Midwest, if it's cold as hell, it's like it's tough to get real motivated. Yeah. But you have to do the mobility piece for sure. Yeah. So that's my story. <laughs> that was a fun. It was a fun time. And then your birthday. Yeah, so we went back up there um, to Sedona, but like North Sedona is where we stayed, Oak Creek Canyon, which is absolutely beautiful, and it it's higher elevation than Sedona, so like as you get through downtown in the Red Rock area, it turns into this huge canyon, and it's forest, um, and then there's the creek that runs through, and the fall colors change in that area, and uh, there's a bunch of cabins, and we ended up staying at this sweet spot right on the creek and probably my favorite place yeah like i already want to go back it was so relaxing do um, i want to say the name and ruin it for everybody <laughs> i know um maybe we give them business yeah it's juniper pine juniper pine is the it's a resort I, i'm assuming most are individually owned i think i think all of them are individually the owned part. units yeah, yeah. Everybody here that I've talked to said the restaurant is good. Mm-hmm. We didn't eat at it. It looks nice. The, f- the menu looks legit. It looks like a very nice place. Um, they're very cool for what they are, for like what we like. Yeah. Like it's like you're in a cabin essentially. Kind they're kind of kinda like chalets, I yeah. would say. And your own deck, you know, river rock fireplaces, hot tub. Behind you is just the forest, the water. Canyon views. Yeah. And some of them were for sale. And I was like, oh, we could buy these. I'm like, like, let's buy one. We could buy one of these. What are these, like $400,000? Again, that's my old brain thinking. Nothing costs $400,000 anymore. No. These units were like 800K. The HOA was like. For like a one bedroom with a loft. Yeah. Yeah. The HOA was 600 bucks a month. The average utilities were like 300 a month. And you're sitting there like, okay, so. I have to rent it out these many days, and like, then when can I even go there? It's just, uh, it's better to just rent them. Yeah, it was depressing, um, for sure. But it is like a perfect for what we do, perfect location. I don't, no offense, like, I don't love Flagstaff, like, other people yeah. love Flagstaff. I don't love the touristy Sedona shit, mm-hmm. but for what we do there, it's awesome because it's not that far from home, but then you can go to Flagstaff or the Grand Canyon yeah. or wherever from there. Because like, you're in between Flagstaff and Sedona, so you can pick one day you could do Flagstaff and go even further north or go south to Sedona um, and wine country, too, of like Cottonwoods by Sedona, and that's where all the wineries are, and we've done that before. And So, yeah, it, we did another great hike, which we hadn't done in years, and took the Bronco off-roading kind of a little bit. Which there's so many off-roading trails we need to experience up there. Um, what else? We went to a peace park. First oh, yeah. time. Um, I'm gonna butcher the name. It's I know they're called like stupas, I believe, and it's like a Buddhist park, peace park where you meditate and you can pray, pray, and they welcome all religions there. And it was a very spiritual place, and I'm so glad we went there because. Um, you can, you can say your prayer, you can meditate, but you feel this sense of calm. I, I felt it. And if you don't know about Sedona, there's like vortexes there. And basically they say that everything in a vortex location or like the peace park, um, location 
everything that you do there is magnifying. It's like amplified and the energy, the vibrations are a lot stronger. So that was really cool. Something we hadn't done there before. No, I'd never, we'd been there 50 times or more or who knows how many. And I've never seen it, never went anywhere near there. It's like a church that's outside. Mm-hmm. Like a temple kind of. Yeah, and nobody, like no one's talking. Yeah, everyone respectful and quiet. And you see all walks of life, which I love that it it's a place that it brings so many different types of people together that you just wouldn't think about. And oh, yeah. We're, we, were a mi- <laughs> we were a mixed bunch of people yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, old, young, rich, poor, big, small, white, black, you name it. Like every walk of life is there. And I'm like, this is kind of cool to see. For sure. And everybody kind of just like follows the unwritten rules of Mm -hmm. like what being there is like. It was cool. Yeah. We always hit up some of our favorite spots, went to the Hudson restaurant, sat out on their patio. The food's so good. Um, What else did we do? That was... I feel like we did something else, but I can't remember. (laughs) Yeah, because we drove in. No, it was pretty chill for the most part. And we just, we do... All the active stuff that we can can do. Yeah, it's a great place. I would tell anybody, um, it's every time you're there and you get the people watching and seeing people because everybody's on vacation essentially. And there's like I love that's so see people don't think like Sedona, but the Oak Creek Canyon is very seasonal. Like we've gone where it's dumped snow, and stayed where they had like a couple feet of snow with JC that one year New Year's Eve up in um, Forest, Forest House, House Resort cabin. And during the fall, it's like there's apple orchards everywhere. So we've like walked through the apple orchards and there's, you know, fresh cider. Oh, we went to Indian Gardens. And Tulakapaki. Mm-hmm. And they always, in downtown Sedona, Tulakapaki area, will have all these different festivals. Um, and they did the, I'm going to butcher it, but it's the Day of the Dead, um, Delos Muertos <laughs> Dude, you know I'm not um, even gonna try. Yeah, and so but that, it is cool, like how they set up. And it's very artsy. It's so creative and beautiful. Um, and then they'll do like a holiday celebration where we've gone down there before. But can you tell that I really love the Sedona area? I like it too, man. <laughs> if you can go for anybody who like wants to go, if you obviously ask us for recommendations, we're happy to help. We'll give you all the the places that we like, but. If you can go on like weekdays, mm-hmm. weekdays are so much better, and not on the weekends, and don't just get in the touristy trap, like yeah. and don't do all again. If you want to go do the pink jeep tours, like respect, oh, yeah. like, it's fine. Like and you can see a lot for sure. And I would, I'm not against doing them. Yeah, I just like to just get up and move and do shit. But if you can get out of that, like they have amazing restaurants. There's amazing sights to see. You can be as active as you want to be, mm-hmm. and it doesn't got to be just big hiking. mountain biking area. Oh, dude. There's dudes mountain biking yeah. on shit. I'm like, how are you even up yeah. here, dude? Wild. ATVs, they have, obviously, anything you want. It's pretty sweet. Horseback riding. Um, We've done that. Yeah, there's Slide Rock Park. There's on the creek. There's a bunch of swimming holes people don't even realize about. Um, you can float sections of the Oak Creek Canyon. You can, you know, cliff, cliff jump, everything. Natural cold plunge right now yeah. if you go in. Natural water slide. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my little birthday getaway, which was much needed, I feel like, for both of us. Um, Agree. What else? (laughs) Want to go over these questions? Sure. Uh, Where am I starting at here? Um, 
We could just start at some of these are old that we didn't get to last episode. What's new is old. What's old is new. We're good. You just tell me. You just pick. Um, do you want to talk about your training and eating? You already did. <laughs> yeah, you, I kind of just talked about lately. I really just your your the training stuff. I think they know. Yeah, I really haven't been. But normally, I'll come into the gym about four days a week, but I haven't. This is like the longest time I've gone without having a routine. Um, probably the last fourteen years. Yeah. <laughs> and um. So I was just kind of doing more running and hiking lately, but I'm starting next week. I'll be, my goal is to be back in the gym consistently four days a week. And then nutrition, um, to be honest, I just haven't been focused on it. I try my best to just eat real food. I haven't been tracking. I don't track my food really anymore other than when I feel like I really need some motivation and just to know where I'm at with like the ranges, I'll do it maybe for like a week or two to kind of check myself. Um, but you eat really well. 95% of the time, like you don't eat shit. Yeah. I try not to ever eat really processed food. Like you're eating eggs and chicken sausage Mm -hmm. and asparagus. And like you eat the most basic stuff. Yeah. If you're going to have some, like, you eat a perfect bar or have some Elizabeth cereal or something. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're eating Captain Crunch. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard when we have people visit. Mm-hmm. And then when you have to work travel, like, it just, I feel for people. I say it all the time. Like, I would be, I could easily be 300 pounds. I feel like I'm hungry all the time. And I feel like I could eat anything. And I just, I'm not surrounded by it. So it's, like, not an option. Mm-hmm. But if you invite me to, like, the stuff we do, like when if I go to work events with you, yeah. I'm better now than I was. I'll pick my spots. But back in the day, dude, I would eat until I wanted to basically just yeah. like shit puke on myself. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's free. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, you're having s'mores? Fuck it. Let's they have eat like this. every kind of station, food station oh. possible. Dude. Oh, and you're like, like, because it's stuff like I would never, we don't, maybe you can. I don't know how to make macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Like legitly. Like gourmet. Yeah, yeah. No clue. Like, oh, we have lobster macaroni and cheese. Mm-hmm. All these things I would never do, and it's free, and they want you to try it. And it's like, awesome. No, yeah. I feel like it. And for me, it's a one-off. But you're around that mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, it's more, for me, yeah, it's more the drinks that I have to watch because that's, you know, where I could be better at times if I wanted to, um, you know, step up my my fitness um less booze yeah <laughs> yeah i get it but that's it i mean like but you do eat well and you you know you take supplements like you do all the right things and that, i mean that's why you're in shape and you can do the things that you do and that's the hard part for most people is just having even if you don't track it and you're not i'm very mindful like i'll know kind of in my head at this point because i'll try to kind of eat the same during the week and then when there's an event or social something on the weekends, that's where I'm like, okay, I'm going to, at this restaurant, obviously enjoy what I like. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of keep it track in my head. But you never, like, <laughs> there's things like you never do. Like you never like order burgers or sandwiches or whatever. You're almost always well, you've like. have been ordering oregano's pizza lately and it's so hard because pizza is like my favorite. It's once a week, dude. Come I on. know, but it's like. It's so, it's like so addicting. I know. I got to stop. 
No, you need to do it for yourself. Well, I'm just... I know. Like once a week, I think you should do whatever yeah. you want. And there, it's it's thin crust. It's for just... a while, it was just In and Out Burger, but now it's Oregano's. <laughs> it's just easy to come right to your front door. I got lazy, <laughs> man. Like I don't know. Uber uh, Eats is so again. It's, it's so convenient. I tell people like. It, I see. I understand how easy it is to fall into oh these traps gosh. that people fall to. into, um, but you have to understand like what you're doing and how it fits into your day. And if you're doing that multiple times a week, you're, you probably yeah. have a problem. Um, but yeah, real food, like anything for the most part. Uh, what's the next one? Um, I thought you had it <laughs> pull oh. up. Uh, well, this one the tr- the golfer's elbow and tennis elbow. If you guys really have problems with that, like. We have videos on the app that are on there, obviously, that talk about it specifically. If I think everyone on YouTube might, um, depending on if it's golfer or tennis elbow, for most people, I'm generalizing here, I can't see you, I don't know your problem. A lot of the issues come above or below the joint. So what will happen is you get this like referred elbow pain, essentially. And a lot of times it will come from the forearms because they're super tight, which is most likely the case. But some people, it's even the tricep and like close to attachment. So if you get out a peanut and you roll your tricep, and if it's tender which most people is going to be, it's a good place to, to kind of start. But I would say start at the forearm before that. Because, again, you got to think how much abuse, like, your calves get, right? And most people never roll them and stretch them. So they get super tight and bound up. And then when you stick them on a roller, you're like, oh, shit, they really hurt. And you have limited ankle mobility and so on. Your forearms are similar. You're They're always working them. Every time you grip, you pick up things. If you guys do pull-ups, if you do deadlifts, if you do any kind of carries, if you're curling – you name it, you're always using your hands. Even if you just grip shit, pick up your kids, they're always working. Yeah, we don't put any time into them. And it's not like the forearm itself is going to be sore. It's just tissue, but it refers the pain to the joint. So again, most of you work above or below. If you want a full video, it's on the app, or I think even on YouTube, I probably put up a free one too. Um, I've had it before. It sucks. Once you have it, a lot of times it doesn't go away for multiple weeks, four, six, even eight weeks for a lot of people. Stop doing some of the stuff you're doing. If you play pickleball, stop death gripping the handle. Same thing with pull-ups and chin-ups. Take your thumb out of it. Try to use uh, the grip without your thumb and don't grip it so tight. Just have a looser grip and then again, work your manually go in. But if you can get a massage or have somebody kind of scrape it and, and play with it and obviously stretch it, pull on the fingertips, pull on the top of the knuckles, I think that can go a long way. Next one. Um this woman wrote awkward, but with women in training during their cycle, menstrual cycle, like the effects and just kind of how to navigate it. And the more there's a lot more research and I feel like education for us about this. And I I feel like the last two years have been more intentional with like tracking it. And then that week of um, leading into your period, it's it's better if you do, if you really, I try to do kind of low impact training. So even if I come into the gym, I won't, I won't challenge myself or push it as hard. Um, and I won't go on a long run. It's like, I just try to make sure I'm moving my body, but I don't want to exhaust myself because that can then be detrimental. Um, and your hormones can, I believe makes it worse, makes it worse and your symptoms. PMS symptoms will be worse. We well, already are fatigued, right? Mm-hmm. You're already going to be, or you are anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're already going to be declining. I'm familiar. Everybody <laughs> in a lot of ways, your emotions, 
I've had a period. I've had a period for 15 years. You guys, you have to understand. I've lived with it. Yeah. So I think if you can track it and just be mindful, and then like that week, if it's seven to ten days, depending on um, what it's like for you, because everybody's different. Make sure you're walking. Make sure you're eating nutritious food. Um, I try to eat a lot of protein, and I always will have my high quality dark chocolate for cravings. Um, And yeah, just don't overdo it. Don't do anything too strenuous. And I feel like it's helped me manage my symptoms a little bit better. Um, and I don't feel as crazy. Well, it's tough, too, because like you, have, you, have you, know, you have your kids or your life and you have work to do on mm-hmm. top of it. And it's like Oh, I'm, it's the worst. Because you also feel a lot of us will feel very um, distracted during that time. And it's really hard to accomplish tasks or plan or organize. Um, so, yeah, just... Give yourself a break and try your best to just get through it because it's fun that it comes every month. <laughs> Give yourself some grace, everybody. Yeah. Know the season of life you're in, the basically the season of the month you're in. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, four, um, what do you do for calluses on your hands? Uh, you live with it, bro. Like, yeah. you don't do anything. Um, I even have some. <laughs> it just accept them appreciate it it's moisturize like he's awful i always have to be like here oh yeah my hands are the worst um they're they're high quality like body butter is always good for your hands but they're just it's part of the game Mm -hmm. it's just it it show that you've done something um you're a badass yeah whether you're a man or a woman it's like a scar you know Mm -hmm. it's like if you have uh stretch marks or you have these like it's you you've gone through something this is a trophy that you get from it. Essentially, you're not a. What would you say? <laughs> I'm, look, there's certain things I try not to say on here. I know, you know to but f- I know that's what you're to thinking. To offend people, well, dude, you're not like, a wussy. Let's yeah, just say that. Yeah, dude, just come on. Like, <laughs> it, I think it's badass that you have them. Like, it's like, okay, yeah, you actually do shit. Like, you work. Like, think about your. I don't know everybody's story here. But think about your dad. Or your grandpa, yeah. or your grandpa, like my dad's hands were so gross. They probably still are. So and like I'm like, and I remember like you would shake their hand. I'd look at my dad's hands. I'm like, oh, those are man hands. Yeah. Like this dude can beat the shit out of me. Even though you think you're tough, you're like, oh, this guy's been through it. But like, look at your grandpa. Like, p- look at people who do manual labor. Like, yeah. it's just, it's part of it. It just shows. It's like muscles to me. Yeah. Uh, obviously, they can get really gross, but um, if you hate them, wear gloves or something. But or, you're, you're yeah. delayed in the inevitable. Honestly, just. It's cool. Go to give yourself a spa day, get your manicure, pedicure, <laughs> where they'll massage and they'll they can scrape like the bottom of your feet. And but I'm do sure you they can. do you even like no, mind them or notice them? Oh, I don't even care about yeah. yours. My my feet are. It's like that's where I'm like, oh my gosh, I definitely need to get yeah, some my, assistance because my heels it, they're like so rough. tore up at times with all these blisters and it's just gross that my heels get rough like i actually need to make like a spa appointment i need a facial and then i'm like i need a pedicure <laughs> just, self-care just yep there you go it's not selfish uh number five real quick uh describe the action hero jacks and how it fits in other programs you offer i did the the bodybuilding basics with great results um, honestly, you guys in the app, the Action Hero Jack program is just a, it's a program I did for men's health originally. We did the 2.0 version. Uh, it's in the app. It, they just finished up I, actually this week. I need to actually make a note. Um, we have to pick. Um, I probably need a winner um, of that, right? But uh, yeah, we did it first time as a challenge. And uh, what we do for our challenges is 
we pick a winner, someone who made the biggest transformation, contributed most to the group. There's a lot of criteria. We fly them here. They get to stay at a resort. Um, a lot of times they go visit Sedona or whatever we recommend. So it's pretty cool. Anyways, the program itself, it's it, it bodybuilding mixed with uh, mobility, mixed with a certain level of conditioning. There's a lot of splits that are in there, um, upper heavy, lower heavy, push-pull sequences. It's just a very challenging program if you want to get into the world of lifting weights, uh, more hypertrophy focused and strength, although those two things are kind of married together inside, but being the strongest person ever is not the goal. It's just, hey, can I move better? Can I feel better? Uh, can I look better as well in a non-bro bodybuilding type of way? That's how I would describe it. Again, the program is not easy. It's not for everybody. It is hard. It is challenging, but uh, a lot of people have went through it. Men, women, it really yeah, doesn't matter. You would think, you know, the name kind of it sounds more masculine, but we've had quite a few women that just completed it. My friend, shout out to Marin, uh, from high school, just killed it. Well, actually, I've been friends with her since second grade. But um, Day one friends, we call it. She's a teacher, and she went through it, and she killed it. Her results are amazing. She's a mom. Um, she like lost like 10 pounds and gained a lot of strength, lean muscle. And um, so don't be afraid if you're a female to push it with strength training and trying out some of our app challenges will really give you um, a good foundation and it will be helpful for you to follow along if you're not someone that currently really strength trains and you can learn a lot and push yourself in a whole different way. Yeah. I, and I think that's a big misconception with a lot of stuff that we do. Like you, we give things names in fitness because um, they sell to a certain audience. Well, like, it's like a marketing. It's yeah, marketing. In the, in the app, like the 10 weeks to rip program is probably the most done program ever. This action hero might surpass it, but you look at it, it's like, well, I don't want to be ripped. It's like, well, it's not, it's just a name, yeah. dude. And I know like action hero and like, I'm not saying Marin doesn't look like an action hero, but she's like a small <laughs> yeah. mom, yeah. you know, now, but I don't think but she's a small, athletic. she's a small athletic yeah. woman. She doesn't look like some jacked up, like, yeah, she's not Colleen Fosh. No, like she's a small, normal person who looks fucking awesome now after doing this program. And so that's, I guess that's the point is that anybody should do it. Everybody should pick up he some heavy mm -hmm. shit. Everybody should lift weights. Everybody should do mobility. Everybody should be able to like, jog like yeah for a couple minutes like i just think it's healthy do a variety agree number six you can yeah do that one i travel a lot for work i have one kid that's a junior in high school my passion is coaching and soccer which i get paid for both how do you get going in the same direction what is the question I am i dumb no um, am i not reading that right i think What are they asking me? Maybe they want to start coaching um, in addition to their full-time job. And how do you start oh. like doing okay. like a side hustle, basically? <clears throat> you know, the coaching, if that's the question, the coaching stuff is tough, man. It takes a lot of time, and you got to love it. And it's the worst schedule, um, I think. Uh, Tyler Owens... Shout out Tyler. He's been on the podcast. He is the head strength and conditioning coach at University of Arizona. Um, he was at Alabama before that. He's been on the pod. His schedule is terrible. 
Um, his schedule is way worse than mine has ever been. And I don't know if there's a way to alleviate it. He probably loves it because it's what he does. But being at the facility at four o'clock in the morning and sometimes being there, you know, super late at night, traveling with the team, doing whatever, it's part of the game. And uh, I remember um, when I'm like going through doing my GA stuff, the head coach at the time had been at like uh, University of South Dakota. Then he'd been at Morningside. He'd been at Chaminade in Hawaii, then came back to South Dakota, then ended up in Kentucky. My point is, it's just like a traveling roadshow. Um, coaching is hard. Um, it takes a lot of time, a lot of effort and sacrifice. I don't know if there's a, if you can have a, a balance, that's great. It, that's just a hard, um, it's hard to make that a, a full-time. Especially as a, a, parent, a parent too. And to be present with your kids, especially in, I mean, at any stage, but they're, you're only going to be with them if they're in high school already. You know, you only have so many years left. Um, it's just until it's, they're on their own. It's not a normal life. It's it's similar to what this is at the start. Um, it's tough, dude. I, I think you have to if you're trying to do it, you have to have a conversation with your partner. They have to know. Your kids have to know. Um, and there's certain seasons of of the year where you have more free time and you can dive more in there. But that's a the coaching one is um it's a tough one, dude. It really is. I think it's great. Um, if you can make it work cool, it's just, you have to be willing to usually move different places and go different places. And it's always kind of a, a climbing the ladder And the, to me, I don't feel like the job security in one spot is ever ideal. And maybe reach out to somebody that's already doing that, that you wanted that has soccer, um, that has a similar setup to you. Yeah. Even if it's like, or if you wanted to do individual coaching, I don't know exactly what they're looking for, but, um, and see how you can learn from them and how they started it on their own. And then maybe as your kid grad is closer to graduation, you can start. Oh, if your kids are older, making time to, to, to do that. But it's tough, man. It's, uh, if I wasn't doing this, I probably would have just stayed doing that. But for me, I always felt like it was the carnival. Mm -hmm. You know, you're just this traveling road show where, I don't know. I've had friends of mine who have done it and been successful, like Acre, coach for fucking two decades. But again, went from like Scottsdale to Iowa to yeah. Ohio, and it's you. You have to be real flexible because everybody else in the space will be. So it's it's a tough one. It's a great thing. I think it's awesome. It would be super rewarding. I think it would be if I wasn't doing this. I think I would do that. But uh, I'm just thankful I found this. I don't have. You mean to, like college coaching or high school? Well, do college for sure. Yeah. Like. No offense, like the, those of you that do like elementary, middle school, and high school coaching, like I respect, know. dude. Yeah, because that's the a amount time of, commitment and there's no money in no it. Money. There's no glory, and the parents are the sorry the worst. <laughs> Some of them are the worst, dude, and they complain and they talk shit, and it's like I'm getting a soapbox here for ten seconds. If you were a parent and you're like ragging on the coach, dude, understand that like if you do that, you're gonna get worse and worse people over time. Now, some coaches suck, for sure, and some are, you know, assholes, whatever. Few and far between. Most people who coach, they're just doing the best they can with what they got. They're not, you know, NBA coaches. They're not NFL coaches. They're volunteering, or they're doing a whole season for five grand. Like, are you shitting me? 
Like there was, you're telling me I'm going to show up to practice multiple times per week and travel with this team, be away from my family, my friends, and everything for $5,000? You think they're doing that for money? They're doing it because they love to do it. Right. And they're probably doing their best. Are they perfect? No. But it's a tough space to be in. I was just never a fan of, of parents who would just rag on the coach. If the coach sucks, like, that's cool. But I'm like, you, you'll move on fast enough. For most people, and we can do the last question and get out of here, sports to me, so to answer your question, college for sure, because at least, A, there's some money in it. At least there's no parents talking shit because the kids are grown. And you set that standard right off the bat. And I think in college you can be much, much meaner um, to, yeah. the, to the kids because my coach is mean as fuck. Um, but it's, we, we're young men. We needed it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not there to be your friend. Y- your parents aren't your friends. They're your parents. Your coach isn't your buddy. He's a coach. Mm-hmm. They're there to ride your ass. And, and I think your mentor. Yeah, and sometimes and sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. Like my high school coach was great. You know, like mm-hmm. I still talk to him this day. Um, it's a it's a it's something you do because you love it, and you just. I guess my point is like n- not to to ride those guys because they won't be there, and understand the point of sports for your kids. For most of your kids, ninety nine point nine percent is not for them to go play in college. It's not for them to go be professional. It's just so they're not doing fucking drugs and out doing other stupid shit. Mm-hmm. It, it's to teach them. You're going to lose. You're not going to win everything. So to accept failure, accept losing, or even if you don't accept it, to understand it's part of winning, it's part of getting better, and know that sometimes like you're not going to win and someone else is just going to be better than you. No matter how hard you work, you did everything right, circumstance, luck, talent, timing, that team, that person was just better than you were. That, my friends, is what sports teaches you. It teaches you to train hard and work hard and become better at something. It teaches you perseverance. A lot of times parents just think, it's, oh, it's for my kid to do this. It's not for you. It's to make sure you know where they are. Mm-hmm. They're not out you know, doing fucking fentanyl or God knows what or watching whatever on the internet. They're learning how to be part of a team. So when they leave school, oh, wow, I know. I'm not always going to get everything I want. I'm going to have to work hard. I'm going to have to be part of a team. I'm going to have to listen to a leader. And if not, then you can go out and do your own shit. That's what sports teaches you. Mm-hmm. And i not trying to talk shit here, but I work with a lot of parents. I work with a lot of kids. And we see it. And yeah, I'm like, I know. You're, you guys are losing the point of what sports is. And understand, it teaches them the importance of physical activity. There's so many good things that happen. And, and a lot of times, yes. Parents will focus on sometimes just the negative part of it. And I'm like, even if your coach sucks, I get it. It's not fun. I've been through it. There's so many good things that are happening yeah. right here. You just, you have blinders on and you got to take them off. I agree. Sorry. I just, you can tell I, I care about it. <laughs> uh, is this the last one or no? Last two? Um, best, well, best tips or whatever? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Best tips in preparation before considering moving in with your significant other. (sighs) Sort of looking for advice on what to discuss before signing a lease, finances, cleanliness, sharing space, anything else I'm not considering to factor in. I mean, you don't know until you try. (laughs) It's dangerous. It's kind of a risk. It's a dangerous game, my friend. Um, I I don't know, man. If you truly are in a, you know, if you are in love and you're committed and you feel like you're somewhat ready for that next step, then I would say go for it. What is the next step? Just moving in, you mean? I mean, for us, that was, we didn't, that's what we did. We moved in. Well, I've never, I've never lived with someone and like, you're the only 
female I've lived yeah. with. So I've never done it and had it not work out, which I've had friends who have yeah. done that. Mm-hmm. Well, I've had friends who've been married and it didn't work out. So mm-hmm. I don't know what that feels like. Um, what I would say is before you move in with someone, if you can do this, travel with them. Yeah, um, we did that. Like go places that are not your city if you could leave the country or just go somewhere far well, away. Even just going up and like going camping together or something that you haven't done, something new together. Yeah. I mean, like go through the whole process yeah. of getting in an Uber, going to the airport, mm-hmm. getting your bags lost, getting things delayed, yeah. being hungry, being tired. See that person in that moment because that, my friend, is who you live with mm-hmm. most. Of, and I'm not saying most of the time, but like, and you're amazing and I'm lucky to be with you. But you on the podcast here and you on a boat is not who you are on a Wednesday afternoon. What is that supposed to mean? I just <laughs> is, is the truth, right? And you are just... I didn't... know. again, see, whenever we talk about Heather, she always has to attack me, too. <laughs> like, I suck. I'm a loser. We know that. What I'm saying is, like, boat Heather... Well, yeah. Um, who is, isn't? Is not, but that's what I mean, though. <laughs> and so I think sometimes people, when they're dating... They're they're not living together, they're not they don't yeah. see the other person at work. The moods. That's what I mean. So if all you know of if all I knew of you, right? Like I just met you and like oh we went on a boat. Oh we went to Sedona. We went yeah. here. Like oh my god, this girl is the most energetic, fun, positive, amazing, relaxed woman ever. And then I come home, and I see you like on a work call on a Wednesday. And I'm like oh, who's this? Who's this person? You know yeah. what I mean? Like and that's not a bad thing. It's just we're all we have a public life, we have a private life and a secret life, and you need to see their, you know, private life uh, version of who they are. I think is important, and I do think um, if you're going to move in with somebody, I, Dave Ramsey would tell you like, oh, don't do it unless you're married. I don't believe that. Um, Especially I think, nowadays, I think you should. First of all, I don't think you have to be married at all. Um, right. It's just a piece of paper. Whatever you want to do is fine. I was committed to you well before I went through the ceremony. There was no... Well, we we even, remember, went down to the court to be domestic partners. Way before. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also because for benefits, for my Sh- benefits. Shit, yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm not a dummy. For you to... Yeah. To access those. Well... Because you were starting your business and I'm like, okay. Well, because at I'm that point... Be, yeah. You've li- we've lived together for... Whatever the rule was, you lived together for so long. There was like a step to go through and do it. Hopefully, your partner is your teammate and your best friend, and you should know that. I feel like early on, you should start to realize that if you wanted to like move forward in your relationship. Well, I think when you you move in with them, you you go in with the assumption that you're not going to move out from. Yeah, them. like it's just like going to progress, and if that means marriage or buying a house together, um, being in just a long term committed relationship then, yeah, that's hopefully the end goal. Yeah, and I think when you have a conversation, I don't. it depends where you're at. Obviously, know if the person is dirty or clean and mm-hmm. uh, if they like to you know, invite people over, if they stay out late and drink, if they get up early, if they stay up late. Like Those things, I think, are just logistical. Um, they'll work themselves out eventually. And it's challenging, like moving in together, and you can be sloppy in ways, especially guys, but you're actually pretty pretty neat and tidy when you have the time even early on um and i know with us girls we can be messy with all the you know accessories and the hair stuff and the makeup and um 
but yeah, it's a lot to, to kind of get used to each other and how you cohabitate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it is. Cause you have your routine. And you just have to communicate. Like if something's bothering you, just tell them like, Hey, can you just please put your dishes in the dishwasher? You know? Yeah. <laughs> and if you like go into the bathroom and it's like a powder storm of like dust or whatever is going on in there, can you just wipe it up? You know? It's They're not even your bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> but like, what is going <laughs> on in here? Like what? Expl- the point is like, we all have our shit, right? Yeah. And I think as long as you go into it knowing like, I would tell anybody you're Be not respectful and you know, you're not perfect. Yeah. So no, like you might not like their shit, but then look at in the mirror and say, well, what do I do? And always like try your best to, yeah, be thankful and supportive. Like when you do something nice and you clean up or you made dinner or went grocery shopping, it's like just make sure you're thanking your partner and appreciating that because you can get so busy and distracted in life and you can start to forget to do those little things especially when you've been together for so many years and then you don't want your partner like resenting you or questioning being together and all of that so yeah and you'll assume roles as individuals like you do this I do this and it doesn't mean that you never do the other thing but it's you I don't know we naturally worked out a system of how we do stuff and we trade jobs too and, and do different things I just try to always do my part like I try to do it my half and I know there's times where I'm rushed and I'm busy so I can't do as much and there's times where you are and I'm like well if I can be home and do this like let me do it today yeah I think just understand like it's your if it's a business I'm not saying your relationship's a business but if you but seriously if you think about it that way like am I managing my part of it yeah or or am I just dead fucking weight like I don't want to be that to you where you're like you know what I'm a burden so needy like oh I cannot handle being in a relationship where it's like no, well, we don't do that. But, you know, for some people, like, if you move in with them and now you're all of a sudden you're not at home and they're at home, like, well, where are you? Where are you going? Yeah, like, like a jealous person. That would be... You have to respect I think, personalities and independence and... Do you think you would know that beforehand? I don't know. because people know. People change and they do different stuff. Like, this is the stories you told me the other night about, like, mm-hmm. people's husbands and wives, like, the shit that they do and, like, say to them and stuff. And the stuff I see here, I'm like, it's tough, man. Like, you're... It's hard because you're you're probably asking this question and you're not as old as us and so Yeah. It's a lot to but just know that I mean you don't know until you actually experience it and it's not forever. You can always end it if it didn't work out well. Everything is temporary. Yeah, everything's temporary. And, and most of these don't work out. So odds are for you it's not gonna work talk out. Talk about anyway. finances <laughs> early on. Shut what? I mean statistically speaking, your relationship's not gonna work out. So this is just a <laughs> yeah. test run anyway. So no, I'm kidding. Uh, hopefully it does for you. But it's it's hard, man, because I mean there I'm sure there's fifteen different moments for us like where it maybe it wouldn't have worked out. Mm-hmm. You know, there's things that we, if we would have done, this wouldn't be here today. Like, we wouldn't be here. And I do think money is a big one. I don't even remember, to be honest with you, when we started sharing money. I know when, when we first moved in together, we were still, like, buying. We didn't combine our checking account or anything like that yet. But do you remember when we did that? I mean, eventually we did. Bef- definitely before. Before we're married. Maybe right? it was when we bought a house. I, I know for sure it was then, but... Which, I feel like the first year of living in the condo together, we had everything separate. 
But then, which I think you should. Yeah. I don't think, don't. Because you're still like. Don't combine your money. Yeah, you're just early. waiting to see if it's going to progress to that next step. Yeah. I mean, if you're the bum in the relationship, then combine money because then you're going to get more. <laughs> but if you're not, like, I wouldn't. Like when you're like, I'm going to quit my job and start my own business. And then I'm like, everything was on me. Yeah. Well, we had no money anyway. <laughs> so like, it didn't matter. Like, but also we grew up in a time where I could buy a condo you know, in the 07, 08 meltdown. So like it perpetuated our life forward. But yeah, I do think, yeah, we did it way before. I mean, shit, we lived in a house together way before we got married. But we did it backwards. Yeah. Mike, I'm not saying that's wrong either. seems so long ago because we've lived in our house 13 years. Yeah, which is crazy. We lived together in your condo for like a year or something. Yeah. That's a tough one, too. I wouldn't tell you to... I don't know, man. Like, it's just weird because what we did, I don't know if it's the best advice. Like, we bought a house together before we got married. But we knew, like, we kind of had already made that confirmation that we would get engaged. Like, you did. Oh, my God. I I flat out was like, I'm not going to buy a house. Like, you need to tell me, like, what's going on. Well, I basically just said that. I'm like, I need to own more property. So let me just get with her. (laughs) I'm kidding. You're welcome. Because I found that hidden gem. (laughs) Made an offer without you even seeing it. Um, That's tough, though, too. I guess with the real estate, you could always just sell it, split the money, or keep it and rent it. So you're just, like, as your business partner. It's tough, man, because you don't know people. I, I would say... The last thing, with the money stuff, just know, um, have a conversation. Like, I know people are weird about talking about, like, politics and religion and money and stuff. The money thing is the number one reason why people do get divorced. And I just think because there's not dialogue there. And know if you're with the saver or if you're with the spender. And just ask what their habits are and ask them what their goal is. You know, do you have individual goals with money? Do you have shared goals with money? And I'm not trying to make this a business transaction, but it's important. And I think if you had somebody who was completely on a, a 180 from where you're at, it's going to make it hard for you guys to to get along and not fight and argue because that's, again, the world right now is, I don't know where it goes. It's so crazy expensive. I've never seen anything like this in my life. And I think now more than ever, it's important for people to to budget and have a plan and, and diversify the Be best on the way same you can. Page. Yeah. And if you can't, it's kind of like what are they called? Like the powder butt syndrome. Like your ki- your parents aren't going to take advice from you because they used to put you know powder on your ass. It's kind of like the I'm not going to listen to you because you're my partner. If you're in that boat where you have a significant other who won't listen to you because you're the one saying it, send them. Like a podcast like this, send them somebody who's talking about finances, mm-hmm. take them to an event, mm-hmm. educate them, have somebody else tell them the same shit that you're saying. Give them a book. S- like, sometimes that's, that's it. Because mm-hmm. it's hard hearing it from, if, no offense, like if I say stuff to Heather, now not so much, but back in the day, I would say things you're like, you're crazy. And if you hear someone else yeah. say it. And we are both young and stubborn. and For sure. Yeah. Still are. Yeah. Not so young, <laughs> but stubborn still. Um, uh, but you've taken it upon yourself. Like, yeah, maybe I brought you to a conference or I, I got a book or something. But now you will go on your own rabbit holes mm-hmm. and listen to people and see what they do. But you're very entrepreneurial and you work in a business too. And even with that said, if you're with somebody who is, who's successful in their career, it doesn't mean they're good with money, you guys. Yeah. They can have Absolutely. terrible 
personal habits, spending habits and secrets. And, um, and then also just like, hopefully you just can really get to know each other. Like use that time to really get to know each other when you move in. Cause you're together 24 seven, but like get to know the deeper level of that person and like their values and, um, you know, be like, how do they treat other people? Like all those things, if you are looking at them for like a long-term partnership or marriage, I think this is such living together is really where your true colors come out. And I think it's a, in my experience, it was good for both of us just to do it and learn about each other and then decide if we wanted to make it official. <laughs> yeah. Cause I think sometimes it's, it's not what you see is what you get. Yeah. Um, people are complex mm-hmm. and they might talk to their parents or their friends differently behind closed doors. And I, that's the tough part, man. And, and I don't know how to answer it because you don't really know. You might know the person today, but who they are in five and 10 years, it's, it's a gamble uh, no matter what you do, but you just gather as much data as you can. And, yeah. and at the end of the day, just ask yourself like, Hey, am I way happier with this person? I don't want to say make a pros and cons list, but like, what are all the things they add to my life? Mm-hmm. And like, do they make it more enjoyable? And can I see a life without this person being as happy or would I be less happy? Yeah. And that's, I don't know. And it's a, it's a lot of fun too. Like it's, you know, especially when you're newly, I don't know how long they've been together. The person that sent the question, but, um, it's a fun time, you know, and still like even after well, it starts fun. Shut up. Even after like what nine years of marriage, like or fifteen years together, um, like I love having my best friend live with me, you know, and I love my alone time. Like we both need our independent time too, but like it'd be so boring without you, you know, it'd be so lonely too. So, well, and I think it's when you become like a team, not you're not codependent because we're not those people. But you realize like how much the other person does do. It's just so helpful. <laughs> yeah, because you've been gone, and it's like, okay, let me hurry up, get up, deal with JC. Let me come home. I'm gonna work. I'm gonna do whatever. I'm like, nothing else is done. All the things that you do are not done. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all the people. You're pe- welcome. You know what I'm saying? But I'm serious though. It's you're like fuck. Like this is, it's just a way more to manage. And uh, when you have a partner who does a lot of stuff, you realize it. Yeah. Um. You do a lot and I do a lot and we just. It's a team, Mm -hmm. team effort. So (laughs) that's the advice, man. Uh, And again, take your time with everything. I don't think there's a rush on anything. Yeah. Throw out the timelines. Believe me, like it doesn't, doesn't get you anywhere. Um, And just let things happen naturally and on your own, at your own pace. Well, and what worked for your friends is not your story. Or your family. It's not the same, dude. Like your job situation, your geographically where you live, uh, what you want to do, what you think is important, how you prioritize things, how you take on stress, those are all individually different to everybody. So to think like I have to do this by 25 and this by 30 and this by 40, like whether you do or you don't is ultimately up to you. But there is no right or wrong answer in any of this. And I have a lot of friends who have been, you know, I've had friends who've had fucking kids and have moved in together way before they ever even got married. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's all these different routes to go uh, to be happy, you guys. So it can yeah. all work, for sure. I guess the last question that we um, 
what's in the future for you guys? Another dog, want kids, would you want to move back to PNW? <laughs> <laughs> um, let me go ahead and answer you the last one. Nope. Um, We've talked about, though, like have, if we could get a place in um, Bend, Oregon area at some point, would be cool. But it kind of is like the same situation with Sedona. It's like we do like to go to a variety of places. So like renting has just instead of being locked into some place. But yeah, if it was if if it made sense, business sense, as far as short term renting somewhere there, then that would be awesome. But Yeah, no, I, I love it there uh, in the summer, just like I do uh, Minnesota or everything else. It's just logistically of, of managing something mm-hmm. else further away seems like a pain yeah. in the ass but it's great in the summertime i like it all four seasons but and i don't know who knows where life takes us i don't know what i'll do tomorrow let alone in mm-hmm. in five years i don't see how i move from here though as no. like my home base it, yeah it's, i like having a permanent like headquarters here <laughs> it's just hard man because yeah. it's like oh, we have family here now we have so many friends here the community like we can't yeah. redo this dude no like it would take it's just impossible, yeah. the, the timing. And we've met, when I mean this, the most amazing people. We have the most amazing people who come into this gym and exercise here and work out that we've met. Like, it's unbelievable. So I don't know. Yeah, and then another dog. Our dog is almost 14. I would love to have another puppy, but <sighs> I'm just afraid. She'll get hurt. Yeah, she's kind <clears throat> of having some issues, like, now with her spine. And so she's on some medication, I don't know. I I saw her play with all the little dogs this morning, and I'm like, well, if it's a little puppy, then that's going to take a while for it to get bigger, like her size. So I'm open to it. I think it'd be really fun. It's and just... so cute. She would love it. I know. She could be like a little mom. It's just a lot. I know. For I don't mean for us, but for other people. Yeah. No, we would have to not travel, travel for a while because I don't want to... We're so blessed to have his mom and stepdad here that always help with our dog. And, and like, Quinn's great. Mm-hmm. We have friends who watch. But it's, like, not to get sad, but she's to the point where it's, like... We're just trying to savor the time we have with her. And right you can't now. put her in the car that many more yeah. times because it's just... She's frail. I know. We can change the subject. I know it's hard for you. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't have brought it up. And then with the kids, yes, we do, and hopefully in the near future. So um, we should get going because we have some plans later. So see what happens. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you for having One day me at back a time. on the. I podcast. can't talk about the dog on the podcast I know. ever. I know. <laughs> I'll never talk about it ever. I so, know. anyways, what a great, what a great send off. <laughs> That's Heather. your f- sorry. <laughs> It's my one thing I can't do. It's the one. It's, uh, I can talk about everything else. It's your else. baby, your first baby. Oh, the worst, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, if you guys got any questions for us, uh, hit us up. We're happy to, to share more with you. Again, if you guys want to join the Microdose Mobility, uh, November the 20th, we're kicking off. It's five-minute investment every day, 32 days. We'll test. We'll retest your mobility. You guys will move better. You'll feel better. I think everybody should do it. You, your mom, your dad, grandma, grandpa, you name it. Um, I think it's that beneficial. Uh That'll be kicking off in about a week and a half or so. Again, if you guys want a free sample of AG1, obviously hit me up. Anything else with the sponsors in the show notes, everything is below. We appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you, Heather, um, as always, yeah. for coming in. Uh, I'll probably pop back on here hopefully 
In about a week or so, um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, somewhere in that time frame, I'll hit you guys up, and then we'll do a ton of stuff for uh, for Black Friday, um, a bunch of deals on the app um, for some of our programs, and then obviously for a lot of our uh, podcast sponsors too. So you guys have an amazing rest of your Sunday. If you're on Apple Podcasts, drop it a five-star and leave a comment. I appreciate it. If you're on Spotify, drop us a five-star there. Um, it only takes a couple of seconds. We appreciate it. And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please, you guys, Keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.